Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the show. It is Tuesday, and you guys know what that means. It's time for Speak Now Pro Wrestling, the NXT edition. And can you believe it? It is officially WrestleMania week. It is upon us. Uh, everybody, it's funny because I'm logging into social media and I'm seeing everybody post their travel pics arriving to LA, arriving to LA. And I'm like, I'm already here. Woo. It's so weird because all of these, you know, big wrestling events I'm so used to like doing the same thing and going someplace and and taking my little picture and all of that stuff I feel so calm because everything's gonna be here this time and I don't gotta worry about traveling uh I don't travel like I travel for the shows it's not very often every couple of months right you guys know the big show schedules but even then man my freaking neck starts hurting my back starts hurting uh I'm too old for this shit type of deal um so I'm very very happy that literally SoFi Stadium, everyone, is 20 minutes away from my house. I kid you not. No traffic. It is 20 minutes from my house to SoFi Stadium. With traffic, it's like 42 two minutes depending on how much traffic there is so I'm feeling really good and then from my house to um, the formerly the Staples Center uh, which is now known as crypto.com but it's forever the Staples Center is legitimately like honestly maybe 25 minutes away if there's no traffic with traffic around like 35 minutes maybe 40 minutes depending on if I take the streets or not so um I'm feeling pretty damn good this time woo um anyway so uh Timothy Page says you should fly first class and you'll be fine have you seen have you seen the prices for first class it's sometimes more than my rent I'm looking at those and I'm like who who realistically, I mean, I know rich people exist, but like, who's out there affording first class tickets, man? Um, I remember, I think the most expensive flight ticket that I've had to pay for, um, and keep in mind, guys, I fund myself. So when I go out to all of these AEW shows and WWE shows to get content for my YouTube channel, um, I pay for all that myself, you know, all my flights and my hotels, and I make my money back with my content. And that's a very hard thing to do. Um, but anyways, I remember the, the most expensive one that I've done where I was really just like, I was low key stressed out thinking, oh, my God, I'm not gonna make my money back, blah, blah, blah. It was um, Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door AEW New Japan. And I remember that flight was to Chicago. And it was literally, think once taxes were included, $900 just for the flight. I got very lucky that I was able to make my money back, but it was like cutting it close, man. I was cutting it close on that one. And it was still like $900 of, you know, paying for a flight, which was not fun. And that was like basic economy, <laughs> one bag check, please. <laughs> so yeah, it is very expensive, especially, um, especially when you're going from Los Angeles to the East Coast or the East Coast to Los Angeles. Uh, so yeah, it's a whole lot. But anyways, uh, Steven says like, that's way too much for a flight. You're telling me, man, you're telling me. Um, Timothy Page says middle seat. They don't charge you. Uh, do they charge you per like where you sit? No, well, basically, there's two options usually. Um, there's usually like if you select the cheap price, like the, the little cheap, the cheapest one, you don't get to pick your um, you don't get to pick your seat, right? It's like first come, first serve type of deal, or however the hell they do it on the airlines. And then there's another one that's like you pay a little bit more and you actually get to pick your seat. 
I don't remember what I did for that flight, but whatever. Um, I, I, I've had a couple of middle seats, though. I, I've gotten stuck on those. But usually when I book my own flights, um, the only times I got stuck in middle seats was when I was traveling um, for the Mission Pro Wrestling shows. I'd always get stuck in a middle seat, and that was not fun. But when I book my own flights, I make sure to get aisle seat because I used to be a window person, but I switched over. Like, windows cool and all, but now I'm an aisle person, even though every Everybody that passes by hits me at least like three times. I actually prefer the aisle. I don't know why. I switched over recently. But anyways, um, we are here to talk about NXT. It was the go-home show for NXT Stand and Deliver, which is taking place this Saturday, uh, April 1st, right smack in the morning, Crypto.com Arena. And I got to tell you, I feel like, you know, for the most part, we've already known all the matches. They made it some little tweaks here for some of these matches. But for the most part, we've already known what matches are going to be taking place for NXT. And I would say that the card looks pretty damn good. Good. I didn't think today's episode of, of NXT, given that it was a go-home show, I didn't think it was that strong. I thought that it could have been a way stronger show, but there were some things... <clears throat> that I really, really did enjoy. And primarily the stuff that I did enjoy, um, I'm going to kick it off with the Battle Royal. So I'm going to run down. So here's what I'm going to do today, guys. I'm going to run down quickly what actually happened on the show. But then when it comes to um, the, you know, the ins and outs and stuff of Sorry, guys, I just got an imprudent text. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, guys, I was just getting some information about this week's media events from um, from WWE with their media events and what they're doing. And I was waiting on some approvals for things and I really wasn't sure what my schedule was going to look like. And I had been curious about it for quite some time. And I literally just got a message right now, but I'll worry about that later. Um, so what I'm going to do today is I'm going to focus on uh, running down what actually happened on the show. And then we'll go into the more in-depth stuff once we actually get to the card. I, I'm going to do like a prediction style type of uh, post show for today because there is only so much that really was important on today's episode of NXT. So we kicked off with the Battle Royal. The Battle Royal was important because whoever won this Battle Royal was going to be added into that NXT North American Championship match. And remember I said it had to be Axiom. It was going to be completely unfair if it wasn't Axiom because Axiom had been stalking Wes Lee and he had... um basically been stalking him and trying to get this opportunity and he really did deserve it like story-wise like they had to give it to axiom based on everything that we were seeing um but it was cool because the final two ended up being nathan frazier and axiom and we already know their history together and we kind of got to get a little uh reminder of that here today with them being the final two axiom gets the win and he's added into that nxt north american championship match which we'll talk about in more detail later on um on top of this we ended up getting Von Wagner versus Tyler Bate. So for this one, I was a little bit nervous because I for a second thought that they were really going to have, I don't know why I thought this, but this was just my feeling heading into the match. I actually thought that they were going to have Tyler Bate job to Von Wagner here. I don't know why I thought that was going to be the conclusion of this match. And I was so glad when they didn't. Uh, Tyler Bate goes in there, gets his spots, 
gets his win. And I was so thankful because I was legitimately concerned about this. And then we get the whole stuff with uh, Chase U and the schism. They end up playing this little video package. So uh, nothing too much else to go into in regards to that. The thing that I, we are going to take a little bit of a while on, and this is uh, in regards to Roxanne Perez, because basically... You, this has been one of the you know major stories on NXT is what's going to go down with Roxanne Perez. Originally, my prediction was that Roxanne Perez was definitely going to be in this match, which I was right about. Um, but I actually thought that the way that they were going to bring her in was a lot different. I And personally, I prefer my way better because I legitimately thought that Roxanne Perez was going to be um, was going to be brought in like the day of the pay-per-view like I legitimately thought that she was going to do like a run-in or something or come in afterwards or before primarily before was what I was kind of predicting but uh they ended up doing it way before so she goes into Shawn Michaels's office today and she talks about basically the reason the storyline reason for her um for the whole angle that they were doing with her with her collapsing uh basically they her her the reasoning for that was due to being tired and suffering from anxiety so the big thing that they're kind of honing in right now in regards to Rex, Roxanne is anxiety so she's kind of you know talking openly talking about you know feeling anxious and having you know dealing with anxiety but having to like battle through it and this and that so this is kind of something uh I don't recall them doing stuff this with Roxanne Perez in the past um I don't recall so I feel like this is something of a new element for Roxanne Perez unless I'm completely forgetting another time that they mentioned her anxiety I do not recall any other time but um it seems like this may be like the first time that they actually mention it um and thank you CM um, Pepsi who says her blood sugar was too low. Um, did they mention that? They might have mentioned that. I don't know if they mentioned that. I forget which exactly because I just remember her saying that uh, it was about the anxiety and about her uh, being, um, you know, just like tired and whatever, right? All the details, I forgot exactly what she said, but the anxiety thing was like the big one. Um, but she says she's cleared and she tells Sean, you know, I want to be in this match. I want to be in this ladder match. And Sean is kind of like, you know, being a dad and he's kind of like, you know what? I don't think so. I don't think this is a really a good idea. He tells her, hey, you know what? How about instead you, you know, Take this match off and then afterwards we'll slowly get you some matches and then you'll be the first person to challenge whoever becomes the new uh, NXT Women's Champion. But Roxanne Perez basically persuades Shawn Michaels and she starts, you know, talking him into it. And she's like, please, like this means everything to me. I know that I suffer from anxiety, but, you know, how I'm not going to let this cripple me like I'm going to have to rise above it and this and that. I actually liked this. I like this for a couple of reasons. I like this primarily because uh I don't know what it was. I think it was the way that they shot this interaction between Shawn Michaels and Roxanne. It felt very, very like, um, I felt like I was watching Full House or something. You know, DJ Tanner talking with Danny Tanner. That's literally what this felt like. It felt like one of those. And so, because it kind of reminded me of a show in, in that sense, I really actually liked the back and forth between Shawn and Roxanne Perez. And I thought the way that it was executed was pretty nicely done but anyway so she persuades him and then finally he's like you know what fine but I want to see I think he said I want to see some tests or something or some results or I forgot what he said but she's in the match it's official uh, Roxanne Perez is in it I would have 
And this is, I'm so happy that she's in the match because that's pretty much what we were expecting. Like she could have not not been in the match, okay? And, but I legitimately think that it would have been, if they would have found some way to make it like a surprise at the actual show, I think it would have just felt like a much bigger deal. But anyways, that's, she's it. She's in. For those of you who are worried, she's in. And Joan says NXT Fool House, NXT Fooler House, or Foolest House. I don't know. I can't think. Oh, NXT. You know how they used to do NXT in your house? NXT in your full house. There you go. Bam. We got it. NXT in your full house. There it is right there. Uh, Steven says HBK is more like Uncle Jesse. <laughs> no, I think he's more... Uh, actually, you know what? You're right because of the, you know, the rock and roll and the, you know, this, he's cool and Uncle Jesse's really cool versus Danny Tanner's more like a nerd or like on the show, he was like, you know, presented more as a square, more as a nerd, you know, that type of thing. And Uncle Jesse was the cool one. Uh, so yeah, you know what? You're right. He is more of an Uncle Jesse. So it was like an Uncle Jesse and DJ Tanner. That was what it felt like. Um, okay, so. We'll talk more about that in a second, but we ended up getting a quick match too between Val Valentina Ferroz and Electra Lopez with Lopez getting a quick win. Uh, we also had the NXT debut of Eddie Thorpe. Some of you guys may know him as Carl Fredericks. He's now in WWE. We spoke about him when they first made the announcement and um, he's you know, now in WWE as Eddie Thorpe. He's doing like a DJ type of gimmick. And um, honestly, so he wrestles uh, Miles Bourne. This was not bad at all. Honestly, I really enjoyed this because I thought that Miles was a really good opponent for him too. Like they could have easily made this into like a very boring squash. And I actually thought we got a little bit more in this than just a straightforward squash. So I did enjoy kind of getting to see Eddie Thorpe get in there and, you know, have a little bit of time to actually show what he can do just a little bit. So it was a nice little introduction into Eddie Thorpe. And also I didn't know I, I found out today as I was going on F4W and I was looking at the daily update was I didn't know that Eddie that Eddie Thorpe was um, the waiter in the Goodfellas spoof with the bloodline. I had no idea. Apparently he was like the waiter. He had the little cameo, I guess, because I didn't even look at the waiter. I was just looking at Roman Reigns and everybody else. Um, but it was him. Apparently I had no idea. I didn't even look. Uh, so I literally just found that out. Um, but anyways. So that was that. We also had a last chance triple threat match. And this was So Ruka versus Indy Hartwell versus Ivy Nile. This one was interesting because um, this was to get another to get a spot in the women's ladder match for the NXT Women's Championship. And I went into this thinking, oh, it's definitely going to be So Ruka. And I felt like that was pretty crystal clear in my opinion. I'm like, oh, it's going to be So, so Ruka. It was not so Ruka. So Ruka hits her snow her, her soul snatcher, which has been pretty popular because it went viral and all of that good stuff. So she hits it on Ivy Nile, but Indy Hartwell comes in and steals her victory and ends up pinning Ivy Nile, stealing the victory of Sol Ruka. Um, I couldn't believe it. So Indy Hartwell wins and she's been added to this match. And I thought this was interesting. I thought this was a very interesting direction. And the reason why is because this is a ladder match. And if you were to ask me, like, oh, who would you expect to maybe do a lot of cool stuff with the ladder? 
I would have said Soruka. Soruka would probably go out there and maybe have a fun little spot. Obviously, she's still a lot newer, but I think she would go out there and have a fun little spot. So I was expecting Soruka to be in this match, and she wasn't. But I thought that it made sense for it to be Indy Hartwell, considering that, you know, this is a big show. It's Stand and Deliver, Staple Center, uh, Crypto.com, excuse me. And, um, you know, she's been in, in NXT for a very long time. So it's kind of like, okay, let her go out there and have this, you know, WrestleMania weekend moment is kind of the way that I saw it. Um, but I did legitimately think that Soruka was going to be the one in this match. Um, after this, we ended up getting Hank Waller versus Drew Gulak with uh, Drew, Drew Gulak winning via a cradle. But the only reason he was able to get the cradle in on Hank Walker was because Charlie Dempsey went in and sucker punched, um, got Drew Gulak, Got Hank Walker with a uh, cheap shot from behind. And so that basically allowed him to get the win. Uh, we also got Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen versus Tony D and Stax. And this one was interesting because basically the whole thing was here. If Briggs and, and Brooks Jensen won this match, they would be added to the NXT Tag Team Triple Threat match. And I thought, oh, it's a given. It's definitely going to be a four-way. I went into this thinking, oh, it's going to be a given that they're going to be added to the match. They lost, and they're not going to be added to the match. This remained a triple threat. I thought that was interesting because I thought, oh, why would you book this unless you're actually going to add them? And then they didn't. I don't know. It was kind of weird. I have mixed, I have mixed feelings about this, where I kind of like the fact that it wasn't super predictable in the sense that I thought that because this match was made that they were going to be in it, and they kind of swerved me by having them lose. But at the same time, it kind of makes them look like, oh, how sad. They couldn't even get a spot you know, in this fatal four-way. So it kind of do feel a little bit bad. Um, so, it, it, but at the same time, I also liked that I was served. So I kind of had mixed feelings, mixed emotions about this. And then afterwards, the big moment, the big moment. So Kiana James has pretty much been telling Fallon Henley that she was going to tell, um, that she was going to tell Josh Briggs that she was cheating on him. That was the assumption that she was cheating on him and I always forget if it's Josh Briggs or Brooks Jensen, but whatever, that she's cheating on him. And instead she ends up giving him a big old kiss and he gets his first kiss. Woo. It's cute. First kiss. Yay. Um, <laughs> then resting on from here, we got Grayson Waller closing out the show, calling out Johnny Gargano, calling him a Mark saying that he kisses Shawn Michaels, butt, and, um, Remember that he's not supposed to be in the building. That was the whole thing that was announced last week that Johnny Gargano cannot be in the building or else Grayson Waller wouldn't sign and he wouldn't do this match. Well, but while Johnny Gargano did come from behind and attacked him and even got through all his security because the security were facing the entrance, but Johnny Gargano came from behind and attacked him. And so they ended up doing this whole brawl um, after that's pretty much how NXT closes out with the security and everybody trying to pull them apart. So that's literally what happened on NXT. But we're going to go ahead and segue into a prediction segment for uh, NXT Stand and Deliver. And we'll spend a little bit more time with that. But before we do, everybody, um, I'm so happy because this podcast is being sponsored by my good friends over at Wrestle Rumble. So I'm so thankful that Wrestle Rumble um, took a chance to sponsor all of my podcasts this week. Not only are 
are they sponsoring Speak Now Pro Wrestling? But they sponsored my prediction show um, that I did today with Sean on my YouTube channel. And they also sponsored After the Week. And I really appreciate them so much for that. Uh, if you guys want to go and, you know, kind of play and uh, do some of your own predictions and try to predict what you think is going to happen at WrestleMania, you can actually head on over to WrestleRumble.com and enter the WrestleMania Pick'em Contest. You purchase an entry, you're provided a form, a prompt, and you basically predict what you think is going to happen on the show. They give you all these questions and you answer them. And then whoever gets the most points ends up taking home some cold, hard cash. And uh, the first place prize is literally $1,000. And I mentioned this on my prediction show, and this is legitimately true. One of my past viewers, um, ended up winning the $1,000 grand prize. I couldn't believe it. I was so excited for them. And it's just a really cool thing if you guys want to have a little bit of some extra stakes while you're watching WrestleMania, just to have some extra fun. Uh, please show Wrestle Rumble some love. You can go on Twitter or Instagram, tag them, and let, let them know, like, hey, Denise told us about you, um, just so they could know they're getting their money's worth here on their uh, being, you know, sponsoring all my shows and then also if you do want to go ahead and enter it's wrestlerumble.com head on over there find out some little bit more information the deadline closes on April 1st, right before um, WrestleMania. And then on top of that, for the second night, they're also going to be doing a uh, basically about about raffle. So if you guys want to enter the raffle, you can do so. And that is another different option in case you guys don't want to do the prompt. You can also enter the raffle. And that is basically going to be closing um, on night two of WrestleMania. And the first place uh, winner will be getting two classic tag team championship belts. The second winner will be getting that winged eagle uh, dual plated championship and the third winner will be getting the intercontinental championship find out more details about that over at wrestlerumble.com Alrighty, everyone and now let's get back to it everybody let's get back to um to nxt stand and deliver so let's run through the card and you know share a little bit of our predictions here and then uh we'll go ahead and move on with all of this um so let's get to it let's start off with the eight person mixed tag team match this is going to be um the schism versus chase university with chase university on the line this was put forth by duke hudson because joe gacy didn't want to take the match but duke hudson basically put the school on the line now in terms of uh so the match is going to be andre chase duke hudson and tyler bay taking on um oh sorry anthea hale taking on joe gacy jagger reed rip fowler and ava rain or Ava, because she's no longer Ava Rain. I forget. Uh, and this is going to be the first time we actually get to see her, you know, wrestle in a match, which is going to be kind of exciting. I mean, come on, it's The Rock's daughter. I'm really excited to see, um, you know, how she is in the ring. I don't think I've ever seen any of her matches, like ever, ever. So this is literally going to be like my first time legitimately watching her do her thing. So uh, I think that's pretty exciting within itself. But um, for Chase University and the schism, I mentioned on the previous show that I am a closeted schism fan. And because of that, I would I want to see what Chase University is going to look like What Chase University is. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm just getting a bunch of text messages. Um, <laughs> I'm very curious to see what the schism is going to look like 
running Chase University, or rather what Chase University is going to look like under the leadership of the schism. To me, I think that's going to add some more, you know, fun creative for this match. And I still think that there's a little bit that they can do in terms of the uh, creative aspect of all of it. So once again, uh, I think my pick for this one is definitely the schism, just because I want to see what they do with this creatively. So we'll see. Uh, Joey Grella says, do you smell what the Ava is cooking. Man, I'm curious to see what she's going to do in there. If she's going to pay any like tributes to her dad or if she's going to completely stay away from that. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll honestly see. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Steven predicts that he thinks Ava is going to be getting the first pin since it's her first match. If they win, I would like to see Ava be the one to get the win. I think that would feel like a pretty big deal. And uh, I don't see why that would be an issue at all. So uh, <laughs> Steven says, tell SRS to quick text you. How did you no, it was Sean. Did I say it? Did I say that on the air? I don't remember if I said it was if I said that, but it is Sean. Um, anyways, um, it's just all the WrestleMania stuff, trying to figure it out, guys, with all of the media stuff and coordinating and all of this. I'm also babysitting Will. Uh <laughs> literally, I'm babysitting Will too, who stayed, who's uh who's staying here in my studio. And uh, <laughs> so technically I'm I'm gonna be in charge of Will. Well, technically not in charge. He's doing his own thing, but still. Anyway, so that's kind of funny. So it's just a lot of like coordinating and things like that, but whatever. So moving on from this, we have the NXT Tag Team Championship, and this is going to be a triple threat tag team match. And this is going to be Gallus versus the Creed Brothers versus... Um, Tony D and Channing Stacks Lorenzo. And this was the match that um, Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen were not added to. to added to so this is going to remain as is um i still feel the exact same way like even though out of all these teams my favorite team is the creed brothers and i prefer the creed brothers overall because i just think that they're freaking phenomenal and i love them both but i do think that um Tony D and Stax should win this match because I think that they can do, uh, I think they need it. Honestly, they really need it. I think they need the titles and they got the character down and they're pretty entertaining with each other and they work well together. And I think that this could be something new, something refreshing for NXT to see Tony D and Stax in the tag team title picture. So for that reason alone, I'm going with the D'Angelo family and making sure I hope that they win, even though the Creed brothers are my favorite. Um, but I'm Unfortunately, with Gallus, uh, I like Gallus, but I think we've kind of gotten what we can get from Gallus as a tag team. So I would be surprised if there was not a title change here. Um, but again, Tony D, Stax Lorenzo, my picks. Um, all right, the next match, this is the match I'm most looking forward to. Hands down, everybody. Hands down down um and it is the fatal five-way match for the nxt north american championship so as i mentioned earlier because he won the battle royal axiom was added to this match and he's going to be taking on well wesley is going to be defending his championship against axiom Ilya dragonoff jd mcdonough and dragon lee Jesus, I just mentioned all of these names. Wesley, you know, is going to go out there and do some high-flying stuff. Dragon Lee is going to be doing some high-flying stuff. Axiom is going to be doing some high-flying stuff. JD McDonough and Elia Dragunov are going to be coming in with all the hard-hitting action por portion of it all. So I feel like we're going to get a nice mix here in this match. Oh, man, I think this one's going to be match of the night. Like, I kid you not, I'm expecting this one to take it home. This one's going to be match of the night. Um, I can't see this match, like, sucking or anything like that. This one's it. Um, In terms of who I think should win, look, this is the thing. 
They can literally go any direction here. They can keep the championship belt on Wesley because uh, you know what? As I said it, I take the, I, as I said after Vengeance Day, he they literally have turned things around for Wesley. Him doing the open challenge just has been fun. But I do kind of sense that we are going to get a title change. I'm actually, I would be surprised if they kept the championship on Wesley. I just think that, you know, after Stand and Deliver, you know, where the WrestleMania season's done and you kind of want to start new, start fresh, right? Maybe start things, start things off a little bit differently. Um, I think Axiom has been like literally working his butt off and has been such a huge highlight on NXT that I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to Axiom. But... I kind of want them to surprise us all and give it to Dragon Lee. And the reason for that is they don't often have people that come in and make a big impact right away. They did the only times that I really recall them doing that recently with somebody is Braun Breaker when he won the NXT championship right away. Uh, MSK when they won the tag team titles right away. Pretty Deadly when they won the tag team titles right away. And... I feel like that's all I'm remembering right now in terms of people that came right in and won the title. Um, So I want to see Dragon Lee be one of those guys for the NXT North American Championship where he just comes in and it's a quick freaking victory and right away in the main title picture, or at least for the NXT North American Championship on NXT. I think that would feel, um, I think that would feel pretty huge. And considering how much buzz and all of that he had going into NXT, I feel like that is something that they should kind of do. But we'll see, man. I feel like they can, you can make an argument for each and every single person here. The only reason why I didn't go with JD McDonough and Ilya Dragunov is because I still sense that their story is not done yet. I still feel like we're going to be seeing more of JD and Ilya um following this so i sense that their story is not done and i wouldn't be surprised if they kind of end up you know having a story within themselves in this actual match that maybe kind of ends up eliminating them both from actually getting to uh getting to win this match so uh let's see what people are saying actually we got a couple of people saying that they think it's going to be um dragon lee we got christopher saying it's going to be dragon lee we got xeno hour saying it's going to be it's dragon lee um let's see what else we got we got a quite a few people saying it's going to be Dragon Lee. I thought I was going to be alone in this prediction. I legitimately thought that I was going to be like the odd man out here. Um, really, I did. And let's see what else we got here. This is from Justin who says, this should be a crazy match. I'm going for Dragon Lee, make an impactful debut and becoming the new NXT North American champion. Uh, Major Blood says, um, Dragon Lee makes sense. Start off his NXT career with a bang. And you see, like, this is what I mean. Like, I think that feels like the right call to make. Like, surprise us, guys. Surprise us and do something that maybe some of us might consider a little unexpected. Well, maybe it's un. Maybe it's not too unexpected considering that we all want it to happen. But you know what I mean. All right. This is the match that I'm most looking forward to, though. I'm really excited about that. But anyways, moving on. Uh, we got four more matches to talk about. The next one is going to be Fallon Henley and Kiana James uh, taking on Alba Fire and Isla Dawn um, for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Um, I feel like right now Fallon Henley and Kiana James, they – 
pretty much use the title to start this whole storyline with is she not cheating? Is she cheating? Um, and to be honest, the belts have sort of seemed secondary in this entire thing. And so I feel like I definitely want to see Alba Fire and Isla Dawn become tag team champions. I think that they can do something with them because if not, we're just going to kind of keep seeing the exact same thing. It kind of feels like they're, um, it kind of feels like they're, they're, how do I explain this? It's like they're just on hold right now. Like they're just waiting for something to happen so that we don't, we see something different presented with Alba Fire and Isla Dawn because right now we're really just seeing these little vignettes and they kind of say the same thing all the time. And so I kind of would like them to get the title so that we can maybe start seeing some different, something different there. Uh, because if not, I kind of feel like we're going to be getting the same thing over and over. Um, next up, we got the NXT Women's Championship ladder match, and this is going to be Roxanne Perez versus Zoe Stark versus Gigi Dolan versus Tiffany Stratton versus Lyra Valkyria and Indy Hartwell. Um, this one here, I'm expecting, I'm expecting some good action primarily from Roxanne, Zoe, and Lyra. I think that, um, and Tiffany as well, and Tiffany as well. I'm going to be curious to see how, where everybody else, who, who ends up being like the breakout performer in this match. I definitely do think it's going to be Roxanne and Zoe are probably, probably going to be the ones that are really, you know, the meat that are really providing us the meat of this match. Um, keep in mind that this is a ladder match. So it's going to be a really interesting uh, uh, dynamic here because you got Lyra Valkyria, who is really damn good, but she's also new to NXT. You got Gigi Dolan, who uh, is also, you know, pretty good too. And so I'm curious to see how all of that is going to turn out. Originally I had thought, okay, if, if Roxanne Perez is not in this match, I can see them giving the bout to Tiffany Stratton. But now that Roxanne Perez is definitely in the match and it's been put out there, uh, I can't see Roxanne Perez losing the championship. I, I think it would actually suck if she did lose the championship because I think there's just so much more to be done there with Roxanne as champ. So I'm really hoping that Roxanne retains here. If she doesn't retain, um, I would... If anybody else has to win, then it would be Tiffany Stratton would be my pick. But if if it's not Tiffany Stratton, Roxanne Perez needs to retain here. Um, we also have the unsanctioned match between Johnny Gargano and Grayson Waller. That has been a match that, um, you know, I don't want to say the exact same thing here, but Johnny Gargano, really, this is like the thing that I'm most excited for right now with what he's doing. I like the way that they've been booking this entire feud. I like the beatdown that they did in front of Candice and poor baby wrestling um, in his house. I thought that was really cool. Even the way that they ended today's uh, episode of NXT, I think that everything that they've been doing for Johnny Gargano and Grayson Waller has felt like a very thought out storyline. And you don't always get that. And this one to me, has felt very thought out so because of that i'm really looking forward to seeing what they're gonna do uh, uh damn i think johnny gargano definitely has to defeat grayson waller um if grayson waller defeats johnny gargano i kind of think that would be super lame so i'm gonna have to go with johnny gargano and the reason i think it'd be super lame is because it's like damn like johnny gargano's on the main roster uh this is his thing nxt's his home uh i feel like he has to get revenge on grayson waller for breaking up uh for ruining rather his speech right before he left so for me like the story and everything just 
just aligns with it having to be Johnny Gargano taking the win here. Um, and then last but not least, Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes uh, for the NXT Championship. We have known for a long time that, or rather we have felt for a long time that Carmelo Hayes is the one to uh, take this one. This is his moment. This feels like his moment. This feels like his uh, his uh, his Cody Rhodes moment, you know? Just how it feels for Cody, where you feel like this is it. He's going to get his championship. That's how it feels for Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes has been like the guy with all of the potential in the world, and you've just been waiting to see when he's finally going to grab his moment, and this is it. I would be pissed. I'm going to be pissed if he doesn't win this match. Um, So Carmelo Hayes, all the dang way, guys. Let's go. Um, this is going to be a fun show. Seven matches announced. Uh, I'm definitely going to be there. Um, checking out the show. Really excited about it. Uh, we got a super chat here from Sheldon Jackson who says, even though I don't think she'll win, I'm rooting for Indy because I feel like she's been um, put in the Natalia role of the female vet of NXT. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, I do feel bad for Indy because she's been there for so long. And we've talked about this before. It feels like, you know, it, it sucks to go and see your friends go off and go to the main roster and have a great time and this and that. Or I don't know about a great time, but, you know, moving on and doing other things. And, you know, Austin Theory, somebody that she was there Austin Theory, somebody who she worked with very closely, um, is now at WrestleMania, opening up WrestleMania and wrestling John Cena. Think about that. Literally think about that. And they were, you know, all together in the way. And, and he, you know, he's just had this like skyrocketing growth. And, you know, poor, they haven't even had given Indy a chance on the main roster. So it is unfortunate, which is why I didn't care. I, I wasn't like bummed. Like, even though I was surprised that Sol Ruka didn't get in, put in this match, at the same time, I'm like, damn, you know what? Give Indy this spot, you know, let her have her moment, let her be able to experience that and all of that. So that's why I wasn't like too, you know, thought it was fine. Um, but yeah, honestly, but I don't know. I don't think that she'd win the NXT championship. I would be very, very surprised if she did. I just feel like right now this is a, it's one of those things though, where I do think that some of the other female talent, they've just, you know, they've just kind of kept, they just kind of surpassed her, unfortunately. And that was one of the things that I mentioned that I would like to see a revamping of Indy Hartwell's character so that, you know, she doesn't feel like you, the she doesn't so that she feels new so that she feels different on the roster um so yeah we'll see what they end up doing with indy hartwell there um thank you so much to Sajan jackson for also sending in this super chat it's much appreciated um all right and let me see what else we got here see what people are saying cm pepsi says imagine if Melo doesn't win oh man Nah, this is it. We gotta, we gotta impress on. We gotta do something different, guys. We got Justin Martin who says this is finally uh, Carmelo's time. The new era begins in NXT. And <laughs> Joey Grella brings in a, jo a joke saying, "Denise, HBK texted me, and your ticket is in the Chase U section." <laughs> Imagine I pop up with a little Chase U sign, a little Chase U sweater. Oh man, uh, really? I don't know. But guys, that my friends was NXT the stand and deliver go home show and tomorrow i will be back as always to talk about aew dynamite this friday i will not be here because i am going to be um you know god i don't even know where i'm gonna be at this point there's a million shows going on on friday my plan is to do see i haven't decided honestly guys my plan is to do this is what i'm planning on and I and keep in mind, I haven't formulated the times yet. Okay. But I'm planning on doing ring of honor 
super card of honor. And then depending on what time that comes out, I'm going to go over to the hall of fame. I don't know. I legitimately don't know. So I have no idea what I'm going to do because everything's on at the same time. Ring of Honor starts at four. SmackDown starts at five. So it's, and I don't want to miss Vikingo versus Commander. Like I am not going to miss that match. And that is legitimately like the main reason that I'm thinking. Cause at first I was like, okay, maybe I'm gonna go to SmackDown and then I'll go to Ring of Honor. But then when they announced that match, I was like, crap, now I got to figure out when they're going to put that match on the card and figure out where I'm going to go. So uh, I might do like a 50, 50 thing. I don't know what I'm going to do. So I'll be somewhere on Friday find out on Twitter, wherever the hell I end up on Friday is where I'll be. Um, but yeah, guys, there's going to be a whole lot going down. Uh, media events start on Thursday. So Thursday, I'll be at the press junket. Friday, I'll be at the press junket. Saturday, I will be at NXT Stand and Deliver. And then, uh, of course, WrestleMania. And then Sunday, WrestleMania again. There's just a whole lot. So that's the week, everybody. Uh, please, Head on over to youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo to keep posted with all of that stuff. Also, I did a WrestleMania prediction show with Sean Ross Sapp that is also up right now on my YouTube channel. And my top 30 favorite WrestleMania matches also up on my YouTube channel. Thank you, everybody. And I will see you back here tomorrow. Bye, everyone.